The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. Accordingly, listener discretion is advised. Outlaw Radio is not for everybody. But neither is kimchi. Doohickey, you know, the doohickey that rolls. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! Well, this is it. We, we'll have to cancel Christmas. Not on my watch. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Ba-da-ba-da-ba. It's the best time of the year. Bidigiddy day. I don't know if there'll be snow. But have a cup of cheer. Here we go now. Have a holly uh. jolly Christmas. Hit me now. And when you walk down the street. ba day. Say hello. Friends, you well look at this. Look at this. Only one of my favorite songs of all time. And man, I'm gonna mess up the phrasing. It's tougher than it sounds. No, I'm not upset. I'm not. Lots of people get married. Please, I'm in a hurry. Won't straighten my tie. I'll get by. A little too high, too. She was something else. She was. Now she's gonna get married. She got herself carried off by somebody new. What can I do? Here's the money shot. Don't worry about me, my. I'll be alright. I'm stepping out now. I'm gonna boogie tonight. Dancing and singing love songs. Tell the dawn's early lie. I'm stepping out now. I'm gonna boogie tonight. Well, now that he threw up in his mouth, the great Tony Orlando on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> Did you? You need a little uh, wet nap, don't you? Dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely dreadful. I got to tell you, there was a time when I could hit those high notes, Tony. <laughs> See that? Let me tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tony can't, he can't stop laughing. I know, he can't stop laughing. <laughs> you know what really pisses me off? Uh, you sing it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it's, I love that song, man. I love that song. Well, I love your show. And let me tell you. Whoever the guy that edited all those together, including Godfrey, deserves an award. I don't know what kind of award you get for radio, but that guy's got it. Yeah, well, he's talking about the intro to Outlaw Radio Live from the Light in the Plowed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. Merry, Magical. Merry Christmas. What they call you, Magic Matt? Hey, listen. Merry Christmas, Tony Orlando, the great uh, Merry Michael. Merry Christmas to you, too, my friend. Thank you. Michael Anthony Orlando. You know, so many people think you're one of them Italians, but you're not. <laughs> it's Italian. No, I it's know. Italian. Yeah. Yeah, Greek. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm a Greek Rican. I'm half Greek and half Puerto Rican. Matt. Yeah, Greek uh, Greek father, Puerto Rican mother, and right, and an Italian wife. <laughs> yeah, nice, nicely done, man. This, my friends. <laughs> And you hear it said so many times, ad nauseum, and it's overused. But I got to tell you, when it comes to the great Tony Orlando, 
the hardest working man in the business. He works more than than half the year if there's not some BS lockdown going on. Does right, he have Tony? any hits? Does he have hits, Tony Orlando? <laughs> He's you know a couple. He's got a couple. But man, this guy he likes to work. And and I brought and so I'm talking about Tony Orlando to a buddy of mine the other day, and they said. Well, he doesn't have to work, does he? And I don't believe he does have to work. This is a labor of passion and love, isn't it, Tony? Well, it is, but you know, I, I always use Paul McCartney as my judgment call. Yeah. I mean, if Paul McCartney, and you know, and I know, and the world knows how wealthy he is. Oh, hell yeah. He's still working, and as long as Paul is still working, I'm going to keep working. <laughs> and, Paul is two years, and Paul is two years older than me. Yeah. And the Beatle is two years older than you. That means you never grow old. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yeah, he was in a, uh, this man in a uh, doo-wop group, The Five Jants, in 58, at the age of 14 years old. He recorded demos, got attention to music publisher and producer Don Kirshner. I worked with yeah. his daughter at Rascal's Comedy Club. We did a television show in uh, in Jersey so many years ago, and uh, and I was talking to Tony a couple days about that. He said, oh yeah, yeah, I've known her forever. I've known her since she was a little baby. And great. I'm her godfather. See that? I'm her godfather. Tony's godfather yeah. to Don Kirshner's uh, daughter. Wow, that right. uh, Kirshner's rock concert. Yeah, man. and Don, Don, wow. what what a great guy. He sort of did, he helped put you on the map, did he not, Tony? He did. He put a, he put a lot of us on the map. He put Carol King on the map. He put Neil Sedaka on the map. He put myself on the map. He, he, map. he created the monkeys. He uh, he created Phil Spector's early career, without a doubt. Yeah. He created Barry Mann and Cynthia Wilde, who are both in the Rock and Roll Hall of Famous songwriters. My God, he's uh, he's made. Look, I'll tell you what, only God has made more stars than this guy. <laughs> oh, listen to that. That's the Tony Orlando I love. We're talking to a man. We're talking to a man who was a five-time entertainer. Five times entertainer of the year in Las Vegas. Four times in Atlantic City. I would love to win just once. Just one time. You won't. Just wait. Thanks, Mark. That's my brother, Mark, Tony. That's that's my very nice brother, Mark, Tony, who said I won't. Well, I, listen, yeah. listen, Matt. Mm. What, you, what I've been blessed to be able to do on that stage, you have taken over and owned the radio airwaves for sure. Listen. Because the show that you do is unmatched. It's legendary. Wow. The Outlaw show is unbelievable. Yeah. It's fun. It's great. It's creative. Isolate this You're crazier little. than ever. You're crazier than ever. You're smarter than ever. Wow. And you're nicer than ever. And I know you don't like to be called nice because it's out on radio, but I got news for you, everybody. He is a nice man. Okay. All right, Tony. That's it. We're getting a room. Boy, that's, you know what? If, if Tony were talking to his old buddy, Jerry Lewis, that would be the line. You know, Jerry'd say, let's get a room, right? Let's uh, mot Motel 6. Uh, Three-time American I miss, music. I miss Jerry. I miss Jerry, Matt. I'll tell you. Yeah, I, I had a feeling that uh, he's, a, he's a man that I had the pleasure of meeting a couple times. Everybody said, oh, be careful, be careful, you know, he can go off. And I said, well, I, I bet he can go off because he deserves to be able to go off because the man is a genius. So, That's right. So learn from a man like him. Didn't you go into that relationship with Jerry Lewis as uh, Tony Orlando wanting to learn the most you could from this genius? And I'll tell you what he said to me. It's very interesting you said that about him. 
I asked CBS if I could have him on, as a guest on our Tony Orlando and Dawn show. And everybody said, oh, man, are you crazy? He's a pain in the neck. Are you, are you nuts? He's going to turn things over. You can't have him. I said, listen, I idolized this guy since I'm 10 years old. Yep. i got to have him on the show. So Jerry comes to the show. They, they bring him on, and he comes walking in. He's all tanned. He looks like a movie star supposed to look. And he's got shorts on. He's got a beautiful shirt on. He walks in, and I said, Mr. Lewis, I hope... I hope to God you're not as bad as they tell me you are. They tell me you, that you have a pain in the ass. Is that going to be true? And he, says, and he said, Tony, I'm going to tell you something. If you do your job, I won't be a pain in your ass. But if you don't do your job, I will be. And that's what I was hoping to hear from him. Because what it made me do, it made me raise to the occasion, rise to his level if I could. And at the end of the show, I said, well, Jerry, can I make it? He said, no, you asshole, you didn't. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you were fast friends, and I think friends forever until his death. Friends, I hosted his, his uh, telephone proudly for 33 years, yeah. and I had the honor of hosting, if you could call the hosting, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, hosting his uh, memorial service and his funeral for his family. So, yes, I was close to him. I miss him, and I love Jerry. And Jerry did very, very many things for our world and never got the credit for it. Because without him, there would be no real science and genetic science. There really wouldn't be, because that's what was used to try to find the cure for MD. Yeah, and uh, and how do you? What do you think his view on this? Wouldn't he love to be involved in this cancel culture, speaking out about all these idiot sticks? Oh my God, he, he would be he would be hated. I think I think they would probably. Uh, CNN would chop up every Jerry Lewis record made on the no, planet. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Three-time American musical. My, my God, your roster of uh, ridiculous. And when I say that, it's just, it's hard to to grasp all the things you've accomplished. The star in the walking, uh, Walk of Hollywood uh, fame, uh, 100 great, Billboard magazine. Put you in the 100 greatest artists of all time. 100 great. Wow. There are a lot of artists. That's pretty heavy. That's huge. Billboard's top. Yeah, but but, but dig, yeah, but dig this. Billboard's top three artists of the 70s. It's yeah. it's massive, man. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. And you know what's so crazy about it, though, Matt, <clears throat> is that the Tony Orlando and Dog Group never really got its credit through. I think. And I, and I say that with great pride. You know, you look at Thelma and Joyce's work. You know, they did the backgrounds on Hurry Through the Great Poet, Marvin Gaye. So there was a Marvin Gaye and Dawn. Yeah. They did Shaft with Isaac Hayes. So it was an Isaac Hayes and Dawn. Wow. You know, they did, they did every single Four Tops record ever made. They were, you know, the Four Tops and Dawn. I mean, it goes on and on, the artistry, the people that they worked with. And I had the great pleasure, man. You can imagine singing lead with those two. Yeah. And they never, I don't think, not forget me, but I don't think as a group, as a trio, we ever got our due, but Billboard did give us our due, and I was very proud of that, really. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't a bad uh, little kudo. Uh, keep in touch with, uh, well, especially Telma, and I say that because of her notoriety with all the sitcoms and so on. I mean, do you, yeah. do you, do you talk to the gals? 
Oh, they're, they're, like, they're like my sisters, in fact, on my radio show. They've been on. Uh, we did two hours with Telma just recently because, yeah. you know, she's the longest sitcom actress in television history. Wow. I mean, she went from our show to Roots to uh, Bosom Buddies with Tom Hanks to Give Me a Break to, to Family Matters. She was Aunt Rachel for 15 years to uh, uh, Are We There Yet? And now, right now, she just did the Matrix 4 movie. She's oh, not wow. stopped. Yeah, she's, she's not stopped. Yeah, she's, she's t- amazing, talented gal. And Joyce, yeah, and yeah, and Joyce yeah. What's Joyce up to? Joyce is uh, formerly with the Ladies of the Supremes, keeping the sounds of Motown and the Supremes and their legacy alive. She's on the road. She's heading right now for Alaska and then on to China. Okay, enough of Don. Let, let's uh, let's keep it to Tony. I want to talk about Tony and the uh, <laughs> the radio show that he referenced. That Saturday nights with Tony Orlando on uh, seventy seven WABC in New York City every Saturday night. Man, you know he's he's cutting into my territory. It's like why can't you leave me alone? Don't you have enough credits on stage? Well, for you God's know what sake? I learned. Yeah, let me tell you what I learned about your world. Okay. Yeah. For the listeners out there, you think this is easy. You know, at least I thought it was easy. When I got in there and I realized you're doing, you know, a couple of hours or four hours and higher miles, you're doing. There's preparation, there's thought, there's, you, know, you listen to Matt Show, there's edits, there's comedy, there's, that's a lot of preparation before you go on. No, we don't if prep you're here, just going to go on to flip records, it's different, but yeah. this is not flipping records, and I, I really learned a lot from him, I said, Matt, I've listened to you a long time, you know that. My God, listen to, him. listen to him. Oh, wow. man, I just, I, uh, you'll never be, anyone in this room, including Ralph and Lori Downey Jr., my brother Mart and Mark C.G. Boyer and, uh, and Roman, my poker play buddy you don't even stand next to me anymore no, i know i can't you, no you can't get near me no yeah do, do you realize tony orlando or don i can't they, believe how he echoes everything that you say about yourself is that right yeah. is that what you said ah. right you know that's not true tony you know that you know that's pure ah. bs <laughs> the, these these three and i talk about tony orlando or don the first multiracial group to ever have a primetime network television variety show very proud of that yeah, Very proud of that's pretty pretty heavy. They're the first singing group, more than a duo to this day, and only singing group to own a network TV show. Did what? Well, own? Did you own it? Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a, a force thought, man. That's heavy. Yeah. 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 I own it now. I didn't own it then, but I own it now. See, see, here, here's the deal about Tony Orlando that I, I don't know if the masses are aware of this. This, this is a businessman. This is a this guy is a businessman. He spent uh, years in Hell's Kitchen, which of course is ma- in Manhattan. Uh, he was a teenager. Then they moved to Union City, New Jersey. Started listen twi- to you. well. Then I'll listen to you. Started twice on Broadway as Barnum in 1980. Twenty years later, Smokey Joe's Cafe, both shows. Tony Award winners after six decades of hit. He sold 70 million records as Tony Orlando in 61 uh, for the 70s. And, and then the Congressional Medal of Honors, Bob Hope Award for Excellence in Entertainment. And and this, but this dude is a businessman because that first record you put out, uh, where, where the hell? Um, it is, okay, you, you only agreed to be a part of this if it were Don featuring Tony Orlando, or was it just simply Don on the 45? It was simply Don on the 45. It wasn't until the TV show that became Tony Orlando and Don because Fred Silverman, 
uh, named us that. I mean, it was always Dawn, and there was a little tiny feature in Tony Orlando, but uh, it was Freddie Filmer, the president of CBS, who named us Tony Orlando and Dawn. Wow, he was also responsible for the uh, big bus, but, you know, we... <laughs> I don't. <laughs> was he really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and Freddy... I think Cop Rocks. <laughs> I think Cop cop uh, Rock, or Cop Rocks, whatever the hell that was. Freddie's well-known. But no, no, this man was a... He, you know, he was a genius in his own uh, right as well. I mean, he knew... He was. Yeah, he knew enough to call them Tony Orlando and Don. But 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 I always found this odd that that on that record it simply says Don. But you but explain how you agreed to do it only if it were Don. Right. Well, I think what you're referring to is I was working for Clive Davis at yes. CBS at the time I recorded Candida not three times. Right. I didn't want to lose my job. I mean, when the Beatles came in. Most of us who had early hit records, like I did with Cal King, Halfway to Paradise, we weren't working. We, we just, you know, it was an English invasion. And so I was working with Clyde, and I recorded these two songs as a favor to Hank Memphis, who was, by the way, one of the tokens, you know, Lions Things Tonight. Of course. And he came to my office and he said, man, I'm broke. I'm broke. I, I need you to help me out. I've got to pay my rent. I've got to pay bills. I said, how much do you need? He said, $3,000. I said, what are you working on right now? He says, listen to this song. I've created a record called Candida. Tell me if you can sell it to Columbia Records. So he plays it for me. And I listen to it. And it's the same record you heard, only without the same singer, which became me. And I'll explain how that happened. Yeah. I sent the record over to Bell Records, which was now Arista Records. Are you with me? I am. Okay, so I just sent it over to Bell Records because I knew Columbia Records was my boss's label and I didn't want him to know anything about me doing something for somebody else. <laughs> he I is a businessman. Yeah, he is yeah, So I sent it over to him. I said, Larry Utah, what do you think of this record? He says, I love the record, but I don't like the lead singer. I said, okay, I'll tell Hank. Hank then says to me, Tony, you gotta do me a favor. I'm broke, man. You gotta put your voice on this. Because this sounds like the kind of record she would have made with Carol King. Very drifters like. I said, Hank, I can't do it. He said, please, please, I beg you, please. I said, tell you what, if I can cut this tune in an hour, you got it. But if I don't make a performance in an hour, I'm going home. <laughs> I go to the studio. I go to the studio, and this is the God's honest truth, guys. I sang that song one line at a time. So it went like this to the producer, Hank. What's the first line? We go, stars won't come out if they know that you're about. Okay, okay, I got it. Okay, play the track. Stars won't come out if they know that you're about. What's the second line? <laughs> now he repeats the second line to me. If I didn't know the glow of the eyes. If I didn't glow. Okay, 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 play the first line. I can hear it now. Here it comes. If I couldn't match the glow of your eyes. I did Every line, one line at a time. Oh we finished it in the hour. I walked out of there going, this will never be a hit. I walked out of there. I went home. About two months later, I'm in the car. And on WABC radio, the very station I'm with, yep. I hear, number one, Candida, Dawn. And my wife looks at me and goes, That's, is that you? Is that no. you? <laughs> no, no, no. Nope, nope, that's not me. I, w I didn't want a cop to it. No kidding! Then he comes in and he says to me, will you do the follow-up? I said, what's the follow-up? He said, not three times. I said, not three times? On the ceiling, I said, Hank, this record 
Not on the ceiling, on the pipes. There are no pipes in the Midwest. It's going to be a hit only in Brooklyn. Of course, I'll do it for you. So I go in and I cut knock three times and it becomes a four million selling record. Now I got six million records sold. Didn't make a penny. But the dream was always to become a singer. So I, go to, I go to Clyde Davis and I said, Clyde, you have to quit my job. He said, why? Because you're gone? Because, I said, wait a minute. Yeah. You know all this time that I'm gone? He said, Abs- it's the worst kept secret in the show business. <laughs> I know. So I went out. I became Dawn, and the rest is here I am with you. Oh, Look at God. that. Look at that. That's amazing It's, story, it's incredible how and God why did works. I name the group Dawn? Here's the big question. Why did I name the group Dawn? I didn't hike it. And why did he do that? The president of the record company's daughter, Steve Wax. His daughter's name was Dawn. He figured if he'd name it after Steve Wax's daughter, he'd get extra push. Oh, yeah, of course. Of he's, course. A smart, he's a smart son of a gun. Hey, this man. is Tony Orlando. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure if everyone on this show is wow. aware, but this is the great Tony Orlando who, you know, I mean, he's, he's, worked, with, he's worked with everyone. And uh, do you keep in touch with a Carol King, Tony? Yes, you know, we've, it's like a, you know what it's like? It's like a Carol, myself, Neil Sadaka, Barry Massey, you know, Paul Simon and uh, was also with that office, by the way. They were known as Tom and Jerry then, mm. and uh, then changed their names to, to Simon and Garfunkel, you know. But all of us started on the sixth floor. We were kids. It really is deserving of a movie or something because is. Yeah. you had Bobby Darren in one cubicle, yeah. you had Connie Francis in the other, you had Neil Sadak in the other, then you had Carol King and Jerry Goffin in the other little cubicle. All of us trying to write hit records, you know, and make hit songs. Let me tell you Donnie Kirshner was a genius, to yeah, be honest with you. Yeah, Kirshner was uh, certainly a genius. God rest his soul. And uh, I, I can't let uh, the great Tony Orlando go today. And by the way, let me just point out, he doesn't have to do this. As he doesn't have to perform about uh, 200 shows a year. He doesn't have to do radio interviews, but he does. He's a kind guy. He's a talented son bitch, I must tell you. The man, the, he really is. He is who you think he is. He is that guy. And I can't let him go without... Don't you have a gig? Is it San Diego? You have a night? He's, he's always working. Yeah, right. yeah. I'll be at the Quan oh, Casino here in San Diego, yeah. Yeah, so he already did it, or he's doing his sound check and so on, but he took time out of his schedule of eating, drinking, and sound checking to check in with Outlaw Radio. You know why I do this? You know what? You want to know one of the ones I was looking forward to this, Matt, to what? be honest with you. Yes. And you're not going to take a compliment very well because you don't. But I'm going to tell you, this is no bull, okay? Yeah. I think you're the most exciting, funniest, greatest radio guy on the air. Okay. And I love your show. Right. I love you. As a person, and I, I hope we remain friends forever. God bless you for the friendship, and Merry Christmas to you guys, and a Happy New Year. To God everybody. bless you. Okay, I know, I know that'd be a good way to go, but I got to ask you. I got to ask you something. When we go to dinner oh. in Palm Springs, what is your joint right. where I can buy you dinner? What What is the place? Uh, Mama Gia's. All right. Okay. Done. We're, we're going to do that in uh, in the Springs, and I can't let him go without one big what's up. Come on, Tony. <laughs> Oh, uh, let me tell you something. The next time I get on the air with you, I got to tell you the story about the time I did that show with movie with Adam. Okay, it's see- really a funny story. But we'll save it. For All right, part two. Save it. Are for you next ready, time. you guys? With me? You ready? You ready? Go. 
Okay, you do Adam's part now, Matt. So you you do you do what's up, and I'll say is that back because I've been dying for that to come back. All right, almost finished. It. You ready? You're Adam. Go for it. What's up? Wait a second. Is that back? Because I've been dying for that to come back. What's up? <laughs> on Outlaw Radio, the great Tony Orlando will be this after back of the big dog of broad chasing. You know I meant to say casting. 